0: Grön nummer 39. 50 % prisskutt på blejer med A.
1: Hos Rema 1000 satsar vi allt på i den Norges roligaste blejkutt. 50 % prisskutt på alla blejstorlekar och typer, allt från Pampers och Libro till Level. Max fem packar med prisskutts per
0: handletur. Bara huska aktivera kuttet i appen. Rema 1000, alltid låga priser.
2: Hello and welcome to a new episode of Radical Broccoli the podcast. We are so happy to have you here. And what an honor it is to have you tuning back in week after week. This podcast is basically our outlet to share everything we love about wellness, living a more eco-friendly lifestyle, taking care of yourself, spirituality, self-development, running a business, and really sharing all the amazing and interesting people that we are so happy to have come over in the past years and our friends
0: yeah and, um how are you sis i'm really really great i am super excited for this episode with frederick as um he is also a dear friend and we have been supporting each other's mission each other's growth for a while, and um, I think it's going to get really like helpful on a practical level for all of us. And um,
2: yeah, I'm I'm really excited. <laughs> so am I. And um, Frederick is really on a mission to guide and help as many people as possible with their worthiness and. He really is such a good example, because whenever I think of Frederick, I see this person who just beams of good energy and he has so many friends uh, from all walks of life. And I feel like he just, he's so open and so grounded and positive and funny. Yeah. um, (laughs) For me, it's just like a good example of someone who expands in joy. Mm. He is a writer and a photographer, and recently he took a big jump where he sort of went out of the fashion industry and he became a personal development coach with his new company, Synergy Coaching. And he has a lot of experience from, yes, as I said, the fashion industry. He's very passionate about literature and art and books. He reads a lot. And it's been so interesting to follow Frederick now that he opened more up about his spiritual journey and really him leaning into helping people become much better versions of themselves.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What a great guest. So perfect for a podcast. And also, Frederick is joining our membership next week. So if you're curious to hear more after the episode, then we invite you to tune into that and we'll put the link below and we'll also talk more about that masterclass he's going to have in the end of the episode so stay tuned all the way to the end if you're curious for more which i think you will be frederick as you said with his heart energy he gives the absolute best hugs in the whole world (laughs) (laughs) you know when you feel someone hugging you and you feel them send their heart energy right to your heart like that's basically why we hug i think But it's so, it's beautiful and it's warm and it's nurturing and nourishing. So that's just a little, maybe an invitation to give someone an amazing hug today because it can (laughs) really do a lot with us. We actually release happiness hormones from that, from physical contact.
2: Mm, I'm so bad at that. I never, I'm always like high five. (laughs) Are you? Yeah yeah i'm so excited for this episode and i think that the theme that we're going to talk about being such a generational topic is worthiness and feeling worthy of taking space of being here feeling like just worthy of doing the things you love and how that shifts our reality and frederick is very practical in his method so it's really like it really guides you step by step in the episode. It will do so in the membership, where we will go even more in depth on how to actually manage your energy throughout the day. Yeah, and uh, in his coaching, of course. So, mm. without further ado, <laughs> let us
0: uh, invite in Frederick. Hello and welcome to our podcast, dear Frederick. We are so happy to have you here, and we want to first just ask you.
2: How you feel today?
1: Hello, my friends, <laughs> and thank you for having me here. I'm very grateful for getting to be a part of your universe, mm. both the Radical Broccoli universe, but also the life of your guys. <laughs> uh, I feel well. I feel very balanced today, uh, even though it's hectic around me. I have a cosmic feeling today, whatever that means for you. Mm. How are you feeling?
0: I'm feeling really good, quite, um, I don't want to say exhausted, but like physically tired, just came up from the ocean, from surfing and it's been an active day. So now I feel really ready to talk with you guys and just feel more grounded and connect back into the heart and uh, Mm. just have a lovely conversation. So I'm really excited and I feel like I feel ready
2: beautiful yeah same I um, I don't know yesterday I had a day where I really just had a lot of emotions and it's been a while since I was able to sit down and feel or that I take took the time to do it <laughs> and then so I woke up this morning with like a lot of different emotions and then I meditated and you know it's so fascinating to me to see how it can shift. And how we can, yeah, like you said, to tap back into the heart. So I'm excited to talk more about that today. Mm. And it was just such a good reminder for me, um, you know, to see that how our emotions sort of can uh, affect us so much. So, yeah, I'm curious to dive more into that today. Mm. And we have an expert with us. So, <laughs> <addition> expert. To- <laughs>
0: In addition to um, our introduction, Frederick, we would love to hear a little bit about you um, and your background and just tell us a bit about yourself.
1: Yeah, of course. Thank you. And I'm happy that you both had the time to tune in today to go back in your heart. Uh, I always also find it fascinating, fun, and challenging when we work with this that we experience and learn. So much about how the body mind spirit affect us uh but even though as we experience it we read into it we need the reminders all the time <laughs>
0: yeah everything so I'm grateful
1: there. for it well uh i'm frederick i'm based in oslo and i'm 29 years old hmm What aspect should I present of me? (laughs) (laughs) I love riding my bike uh, into the sunset. I love swimming in the ocean more than, yeah, sunset and ocean are my go-to things. I'm very social, uh, but I also need a lot of time for myself. I'm a projector, so I need to nap a lot. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I work in the creative industry with photography, writing, communications, and also as a Personal development coach uh, with both um, uh, behavior change psychology, but also feel a lot into the spiritual role.
0: Mm. Fantastic. Yeah. And uh, Frederick, you were recently here visiting me in Portugal. So we got to experience a lot of ocean and a lot of sunsets, which was really, really nice. <laughs>
1: It was beautiful. It was such a, a, a healing experience. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not only the ocean and the sunset, but also being together with you to discuss life, our perspectives, share and learn from each other, both uh, what we study uh, for ourselves, but the energetic aspect as well, how to feel into it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so valuable. And uh, in addition to your human design, we're curious just to hear your astrological signs, like your sun, moon, and rising, if you know them. And if, you, if that matters to you, we're just curious. I,
1: I had to Google them. Oh, really? <laughs> and uh, was uh, not shocked that they all described me very well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm, uh, I have Virgo in sun. Yeah. Uh, born in September. I have a Cancer moon.
0: Mm. and uh
1: leo rising
2: (laughs) (laughs) wow we have i'm also a projector with leo rising then you know (laughs) i was actually just right now before
0: we started recording i was with a a good friend who is an expert in astrology so we've been talking one hour about astrology right now (laughs) So now I feel like I know a little bit more um, about all those signs, which is super, super interesting. Um, but do you use that information in your life, like being a projector and your astrology signs, do you use it?
1: I don't use my astrology sign that much, but then again, they're a part of the human design. Um, they're factors in the human design experience, right? In the patterns. So when I had my first reading with Tag uh, she's amazing. Uh, It was like she just read all the ingredients that made up me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I understood how I work. And I use that a lot in my business and in my everyday life. How I take advantage of my time uh, and rest. As a projector, you need a lot of resting. Also the strategy to study while you rest and wait for the invitation. Uh, When I was younger and freelanced, uh, my approach was... Highly aggressive and a lot of I came from the fashion industry and I thought okay I have to be out there I need to be heard I need to take my place and I can say going into my human design and just being me focusing on what makes me happy and that I want to study a lot of doors opens because uh, I'm emanating the love that I have for these subjects that I study and I think also people latch onto that and then I get the invitation so business wise using my projector sign uh, has been a lot more beneficial.
2: Mm, That's so interesting. And I think that a lot of people have the same experience when they get their human design uh, charts. And it's like somebody really discovers or you're reminded of who you are underneath all the layers. And uh, yeah, it's such a valuable tool. Um, but Frederick, you recently took a huge step in your life where you how can we say switched career, you started your own business. Um I'm so curious to hear, you know, that journey and how it was to take that jump, and what made you feel like you wanted to go more into, you know, uh coaching and spirituality and really helping people.
1: Yeah. Well, now we're in the same business. And like Susanna always say, we love our jobs. <laughs> yeah. We get to expand and we can help people expand and live their optimal situation here in this human experience. Mm.
0: Uh,
1: I've always had this calling uh, that I wanted to help people. Uh, because seeing a person unfold and being secure in themselves and contributing by only being them is the, some of the most, or is the most valuable feeling that I get from my work. But I didn't know in what way I was going to do it. So I studied psychology for myself and got into um, the bachelor. Uh, but then again, looking back in my human design, I have been working a lot from my mind but my centers there are open. <laughs> so I can't get any information from there because I'm highly influenced by other thoughts, right? What, and society, what am I going to do? Did I need to have a profession? Do I need to have um, this degree, etc.? Finding time to balance myself in my heart and in my uh, spine and what you say? intuition as well, uh, led me the other way. And I got into coaching, the coaching room it started after I had a personal crisis back in 2018. And um, that made me revalidate all my, or my perception of life. What is this? What am I actually doing? I was very lost and my ex-boyfriend gave me my first self-coaching book, which led me into the way of, okay, but there are other ways to apply psychology, behavior change, psychology, um, neuroplasticity in the way we uh, govern and treat our mind. Mm. So looking into that, uh, Rome, you will also experience a lot of spiritual influences, meditation that is now going uh, rapidly into psychology and the medical sphere, as mm. studies are shown to that this is beneficial for us. Uh, and then you go into the higher self, and then you're in YouTube for six hours, and then you find your angels. and. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> so, I've always been attracted to both of those things. And since I'm a Virgo, i also very, um, I want to do things the what you can say in a pragmatic way. Yeah. Uh, So for me, uh, since I don't have any education in this, it's super important for me to dig into the studies and the science of, for example, what is gratitude? What do we know about the gratitude effects on our body and our mind today? What studies are being shown and also be the bridge between this and spirituality, since I'm a highly spiritual being and I anchor myself in my belief in spirituality. Mm. Mm, So... Okay, let me (laughs) find the anchor point for your question. Um, So I knew that I wanted to do coaching and I applied coaching schools and took a lot of course sets and also some spiritual courses, which were the Together with Susan with Billy Lufong, Mm it was 30 days of intense work and (laughs) it was beautiful. Yeah. Um, Until I finally, because I will draw a line to when I came out of the closet uh, with liking guys as well. The one, um, need for, uh, validation was inside of me to take the leap at Mm. first. I thought it was from others, but after going inside, 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 am I worthy enough? Do I have enough to give? Am I smart enough to do this? So I've been working a lot of myself, um, to get to that point. And when it finally clicked, I just said, go. Let's start this business, and that's why we're here. Wow. <laughs> oh, I'm here.
0: Amazing. So, did you know for a while that you wanted to start that business, but you felt like you were kind of preparing yourself to take the leap?
1: Absolutely. Uh, and this or last New Year's Eve, I said that one of my goals this year was to come one step closer to starting my own coaching business because mm-hmm. I didn't, I thought it would take uh, X amount of time, X amount of studies, but you know, when things flows, uh, time isn't relevant at all.
0: <laughs> exactly. And sometimes we put so much more pressure on ourselves to prepare than actually what is necessary. If we really look inside, sometimes we have absolutely everything we need. Which I would
1: absolutely agree. And also the learning from just doing things, failing, trying on different outfits. Does this fit me? Does this fit me? Is a learning in itself that can't be pursued uh, from books. You have to feel it. You have to see how it works for you and your business, your alignment, how your body works, how you want to uh, build this business. So, yeah, it's school of life, you guys.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think that's absolutely so inspiring and um, I truly believe that the times yeah for me also when I learn the most is when I just jump into things that I'm a little bit afraid of but then you know once you do it your confidence grows and you start to believe in yourself more and sometimes that is like the fastest way to raise your self-worth which is very interesting
1: <laughs> because confidence can't be it just can dawn on you. Like suddenly you have to do things and learn how to, because you don't know how to do it if you haven't tried. And by doing it repeatedly, you will have learn or integrate the confidence since you will become better and better.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I really, really believe that. And it's almost about embodying it. Like, like you said, with um, starting your own business, it's like, you can read and you can read, but you have to sort of feel it, (laughs) feel it inside you that you're ready in your body. And then you can go. Um, but what is it that, what is it that most people need more guidance on in their everyday life? Have you seen some common patterns on where people feel maybe more stuck, or where they're sort of yeah facing their self, themselves in in uh, in some difficulty?
1: Commonly, for almost everyone I talk to, uh, is the need for self validation. And mm. validation from outside instead of yourself. Uh, there is something about this generation. And I talked a bit about it with Susie as well. Uh, and our yeah, self-esteem, our self-value, our perception of ourselves, That we don't always feel like we deserve things. We don't deserve love. We don't deserve to respect ourselves, etc. A, a kind of lack. Um, so that is... Also something that I have felt, but something I recognize in limiting beliefs or patterns uh, together with my clients or when I talk to people about this topic.
0: Yeah, I feel that one. And yeah, as you said, we talked a lot about it before also. It's almost like our whole generation is here to learn to feel worthy which is very fascinating. If we see it that way, it actually becomes easier to learn it, to focus on it and to sharpen the tools that we need to learn
2: exactly that skill. Mm. And
1: it's the simplest thing. Like nothing else in the universe craves the self outside validation, a tree, an animal, just, it's just a limiting belief that's stuck in our mind.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah. So how do we even start? Because, you know, I recognize it too. In some situations, I'm really like, I can see myself from the outside acting a certain way that I know is not me. But then it's like, how do I turn it around? How can I stop it? How can I really start to feel worthy in this situation? Like, how do I even start?
1: (laughs) I think the first step is to be aware of your thoughts, the way you speak Mm. to yourself. And also to be aware of the aversion you feel against that feeling. Because if you are starting to turn yourself down because you have low (laughs) self-esteem, you're putting Mm -hmm. another layer on your bad confidence that doesn't help anyone. Uh, And the change in our neural patterns, uh, they happen over time. Uh, So you need to do consistent work. And as I often say to my client, Sometimes for me, it can feel a bit scary to speak my mind, speak my truth, or to act in a way that I know something or that this is valid because it's my perception of the world. Mm. Then I remind myself that every perspective uh, is valid and that, of course, I can contribute because I have something to say like everyone else. And that is as valid as everyone else around the table. And also, when I recognize that I shut myself down because, oh, why are you so uncomfortable? Why can't you be more confident? Like, this feeling is something that I have, and I need to work on. The only thing I can go do is to go through the fire and push again and again, and again. And I'm doing this in a micro level. Like if I'm at the gym, I'm always trying to look myself in the mirror when I pass it. I'm always trying to look myself in the mirror when I lift weights. Because if I can't look myself in the face <laughs> uh, or have my head lifted up, mm. how am I supposed to like feel valid or, or take my place? And it's not about being narcissistic or, or egocentric. It's just validating the place you have in the world as important.
2: Wow. Oh, This is exactly what I'm going through right now. And I think it's just such an interesting topic, especially that feeling of being able to take up space and feeling that you're sort of worthy of just being there. You know, sometimes you can trick yourself to feel so small, even though it's not true. And then I've seen that whenever I manage to shift it, it's like the whole outside environment changes and people react to you or respond to you so differently. um so yeah i think that's super interesting um but is it something that we uh like where do we even start to pick up this low self-worth because i mean i think we're all here Believe that you know when we come into the earth we're pretty we feel very worthy (laughs) when we feel so uh just happy and joyful to be here but then something happens
1: I think it's a matter of the society you're living in and your development with authority and spirituality. And of course, the people you meet on your way, if you have grown up in a home that has supported you, it can be a lot easier for you to take that leap uh, instead of if you've always been uh, put down by, for example, an older brother or family, etc. I also read a lot into it in uh, a book by Eric Fromm, which called The Art of Love which describe a society's uh, relation to the religion as closely linked to the consciousness level of the society. So if you have a, they talk about motherly, fatherly, and uh, brotherly love, uh, which are the different stages when we come here. He says that when we are in mother's womb, we are one with everything as we are, as we say in spirituality. Mm
2: -hmm. And when
1: we leave, we experience the first motherly love, the, unconditionally love, the love for who we are, it's given to us, but then again, uh, it makes us very passive, right? We can just lay there and be loved <laughs> yeah. and the human experience it craves more of us. Uh, so the next step is fatherly love, which guides us, helps us, leads us educational. It's about the masculine and feminine energy, not about the sexes, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and we experience that. Uh, we also need validation. Does father approve? Am I doing the right? Am I getting the right grades? Mm. Uh, Eric Fromm says, if you have integrated these two stages, you come to brotherly love when you accept yourself, because then you can be your own, uh, you can be the generator of your own motherly love, giving yourself conditioned love, and also the masculine energy guiding yourself from yourself and not seeking the guidance from outside then you're able to be a whole being and step into unconditional love, as you know, step into brotherly love, <laughs> We also love everyone around you. And yeah. he says that like, for example, a tribal society who has the motherly love is beautiful. Nature is there, but you don't have any control in your experience because nature, mother nature uh, decides if you're, you have food on the table, if the weather is nice, etc. Mm. And the fatherly love means the Christianity and things that are happening here, that we have an authority figure that we need the validation of, uh, from. And then you have, I believe, like the spiritual, he doesn't say that in the book, the spiritual context where you have integrated this and everything flows into unity.
0: Hmm. That is a beautiful way of seeing it. And uh, yeah, it's kind of explains also, it's a very practical way of seeing it, like step-by-step you can integrate and integrate And as you come further and further, you can feel that safety and security within yourself. And it's the same that we have talked about so much and that, you know, with the inner masculine and inner feminine energy, if you can come to a place where your inner masculine and inner feminine are at a mature stage, then you feel that groundedness and that completion within yourself. So you're not seeking someone, a partner or friends or parents or anyone to validate you, your existence, what you're here to do which will put you in a place of attracting every person that you want, not that you need to validate, but like what just adds on as a bonus in your life. So it's important.
1: (laughs) So yeah, to round that up, I think that is where we also need to see it as practical steps. If you need to need, uh, say the, <laughs> Use the terminology <laughs> yeah. of philosophy, of science, of energy work, of spirituality. Yeah. I think this generation needs to need how to validate and love themselves. And you can do it in so many ways. But like first step, acknowledge that this feeling is here and that we need to work on it. Um, and do not have too much aversion or hate against it. That won't lead you anyway.
0: And just realizing that, whoa, this is the most common feeling that we all have because. Sometimes if we are really busy or we're like, we never, we're really disconnected from ourselves. We may not even realize what that icky feeling is in our lives. And we may feel like when we discover it, it's like, oh my God, I don't feel worthy. Is that, is that scary? Is that different from everyone else? Am I alone in that? And then knowing that, wow, this is a generational, this is like, basically, as I see it, one of the biggest lessons we have when we come as a soul to this earth. So if anyone is going through that feeling or is recently discovering it, just like, just know that you're not alone. And even Mm. all of us are feeling it. We're still working on it. It's like a lifetime thing, I would say. Um, I totally agree. (laughs) Yeah. And that's not to say that, Oh, it's going to be freaking challenging all of our lives and we're not going to thrive because I think we can have, an amazing, fantastic life and still be integrating more and more self-worth? Don't you think?
1: Yeah, I think we can have both.
0: <laughs>
1: and like, as you said, don't let that emotion put the focus or the steering wheel of your life. Yeah. Everything is neutral, but your perception of it is what makes you feel things, make you think and take action from it. Yeah. So don't let that define you. If you say, well, I'm just not loving myself. That is who I am no that's a limiting belief
0: oh important and also maybe recognizing in which situations because we're also different so some people it would be um work for example if they're always struggling to even get a job or to work where they want to do or to earn money or for some people it's within health or some people it's in relationships we all have this lack of self-worth show up in different places and yeah and as you're saying like don't settle with that and decide that that is who you are because you can completely transform it which I think is very very cool but you have I think we need to get a bit practical maybe for some people who feel like um, okay I know this but how do I start feeling better in my life and it's all a chaos, I'm stressed, I have too much to do and I don't feel good and I don't know what to do. Like what are your best self guidance, maybe self coaching tips or rituals or anything like that?
1: Yeah. I think getting practical with it is a beautiful way to start your journey and that is why I also teach a lot of time management together with emotional and um, energy management, because if you compartment it into several goals on the way, it will not feel as overwhelming. Like you need to take one step and then, yeah, you can take one step at a time. Mm. So first settle and learn how your emotions appear in your body. You need to really, and meditation is a great tool and it can also be a lot of skill it can be scary for people to actually <laughs> not run from their feeling, but to feel their, okay, I am actually thinking this. This is me right now. This is the feeling I get, get to know it and uh, also name it. Yeah. What we cannot see, what we cannot uh, have a name is also a lot less tangible than if we actually know that this is, an, this is an, uh, anxiety, uh, this is fear, etc. And then we can find practical ways to how do I, where did this come from? You need to be the detective of your own life. And I will also recommend for you to set aside time during the day or during the week to work on this so that you don't suddenly in a meeting, okay, now I'm here. What do I do? How do I do? do, do, do? And then it's just, everything goes too fast. When is it best for you to focus on your mental practice? When is it best for you to focus on your soul practice? When should you let loose? Because you also need to let loose the steam and just be a human. (laughs) You have, um, and also physically, when do you need to work on your body to let the energy flow? You have around 600 muscles that need to be stimulated. (laughs) So please don't sit around. Uh, There's a lot of studies uh, saying that um, physical exercise is beneficial for your mental state and your mental body as well. So integrate physical activity during the week, I would say, like an outburst or think of someone else, something else. Uh, further, I would go into my limiting beliefs and see what are causing the way I'm thinking. So your thought uh, is the leader of your emotions and your emotions lead to action and your actions will make up your life, the result, etc., so what? Where can I like trace this back to? What limiting belief am I having? Uh, and work on that both with action and with thought. You can think your way through a lot, but then putting it aside and developing action and strategic tool is also super necessary. There's a monk. I don't know if it was. I think is in Buddhism, who said that you can think the same thought three times. That's okay. But if you think it ten times, you have to stop. then you need to move on or find a solution uh Mm. i often say to myself if i'm buffering emotionally or with thoughts okay frederick i don't care now we need to stop thinking about this and make a choice and then you can regret it later then push this forward
2: Mm, that's a good
0: Uh, one
1: mm, meet yourself with acceptance and forgiveness also uh is great tools uh In terms of forgiveness, my first approach to that was to think that every human on this earth is just trying to do the best they can from the tools they have in their human experience. You cannot be angry or judge anyone. You can judge how are their actions, but not the person that I am. Let them go and be forgiving of them. Hmm. And the same goes for you. Everything you apply for others also go for you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's really, really beautiful reminders. Uh, And it takes back, it gives us back our power as well, because if we go around blaming other people for our experiences, then it's going to (laughs) be a very long life because it's Mm -hmm. always someone else's, um, uh, what can we say, action that will make us happy or not. Uh, So, yeah, I think it's so important, as you say, to start looking inward and be curious about why we're reacting to things that we are and why we're behaving in certain ways. And I love the idea of having a more structured uh, approach to taking care of our mental health, our physical health, our spiritual, emotional well-being. Uh, Do you think it's the same for, for... men and women that we sort of we should actually start like that it helps to yeah set aside time to do it do you see that that gives better results
1: absolutely and uh here's you need your goal to be aligned with your intention and work together with your brain so how we have been working up until now is that we believe what we see we need the evidence so if you have a lot of thoughts and evidence that aren't actually true or experiences that validates your um, Mm self-worth i am not worthy of this because i failed this what i uh, do with my clients is that i want them to write down victories along the way, small and big ones as testimonials for themselves. So that (laughs) if their thoughts come up, do it on their phone, do it in their journal, uh, do it in a physical manifestation so that you have it to look at. uh, So that at some point when they're really down, they have the evidence of the contrary. Uh, So your brain actually needs to see and learn as well. I'm capable of doing this. And that's the reason that I want them to work in steps as well okay, I did the first step. That is actually possible. Maybe I'm not ready for the marathon, but I can actually move my feet. That is a Mm. big plus. (laughs) Okay, next time I'm going to try to run. Am I capable of running one kilometer? Yes. Well, there's at least now 10% chance that I can enter the marathon.
2: And here we go. Mm. Uh, I love that. And I think that, you know, getting help and encouragement to start that journey of going inwards is so important and so helpful. Uh, so, yeah, I just want to say personally, I'm so glad, you know, you're <laughs> you're in that field now because I know you're going to change so many people's lives hmm. and uh, I'm expensive. excited for everybody. <laughs> yeah, me too. And
0: about that testimonial part, I find that super handy for myself as well because I remember I think it was a few months ago. I think maybe in the beginning when we moved to Portugal, we didn't really know what we were doing, how it would go with our business, if it was the right choice or not. We were like in this really codependent mess with each other. We didn't have a place to live. Everything felt a bit chaotic. And then I actually talked to Billy, Billy Lu Fung, um, who we have talked about before in the podcast. We had a little chat and she said, Suzanne, I suggest That you write down a list of everything that you have accomplished the last six months or one year, if you want, big and small. And just amaze yourself because Mm. you will actually be blown away by the amount of change you have made. And I think our brain works in a way that's like what is done is done. We're moving ahead. We're just looking forward to the goal, the goal, the goal. And we're not really recognizing our accomplishments and our growth and how we are doing such amazing things, just big or small, okay, letting someone pass in the line in the grocery store, giving a compliment, all these little things that make us really good people. We forget that. And we just see like, oh, I'm not good enough. But if we actually get practical, as you say, and write down the list and really get to the small things of what we're doing, we're accomplishing, how we're growing, changing, evolving. That is something I feel like boosted my self-worth so much with such a handy practical exercise that took a really short amount of time. And uh, it also made me become really present where I am right now, and not just looking forward, but really recognizing, right here right now, I have grown all this way. And uh, yeah. it was really fun. I recommend that to everyone if you feel out of it or down or like just you have to be your own best cheer like you have to be your own pep person you have to be the one who boosts you because we won't always have people around to tell us we're doing great and this and that we will of course be always surrounded by beautiful people but how I see it is that the more we do that for ourselves the more we can do it to others, and they will also uh, add on to that and mirror back at you how you feel about yourself.
1: Mm. And really setting aside time to this work, to be present with this work and integrate the feeling yeah. on a neural, uh, like on a, studies on the brain shows that if you're with a feeling for X amount of time, X amount of minutes, it will integrate into your neural pathways, which mm. will make it much easier for you to pull it out when you need it. So if you actually take the time being present and there is the bridge between science and spirituality, be present in meditation, be present with yourself, this will actually help you to integrate the feeling of wellness or whatever you would like to attain in your body.
0: Mm. Yeah, because we're so used to, many of, most of us used to setting aside a time for physical exercise, but we're not so used to setting aside time for spiritual practice or emotional recognition or mental well-being and um, that's something that if we want improvement in those areas as you say we have to take time to explore it and to practice and to to give ourselves the opportunity to evolve in those areas because it's not just going to happen by itself
1: Mm -mm. and and the society is working against us because everything (laughs) needs to be done in the fastest way as possible how fast can I get this package from Amazon to my home how fast (laughs) can this app go to the restaurant like everything is going in a hurry pace (laughs) can people stop running and be quiet for just
2: one fucking moment sorry (laughs) (laughs) yeah I fully agree yeah what, are, what do you like to do, Frederick? I'm curious. Like, What are your practices that keep you... Sane. <laughs> keep you sane and feeling amazing?
1: If I'm sane at all.
2: We won't know.
1: Well, what I've discovered again and again and again and again and again, uh, there's two things. For me, it's napping. So I run out of energy. Uh, at some point, even though I'm having the most amazing time with friends or I'm at a dinner party or whatever, at some point it just stops for me and I need to calm down and take a nap and be alone. And I actually experienced this two weeks ago that I had this inner stress in my body and I tried to find out what is it? What is it? Is it my thoughts? Am I uh, struggling some way emotionally? Is it work? I just needed a nap, 15 (laughs) minutes. That was it. And two weeks stress was gone. (laughs) And that was in the morning. So I woke up at eight, read the paper, drank some coffee. Then I went for a 15 minute sleep, gone. So resting and sleeping and a slow morning as well. And uh, in my design, it says a lot about my need for um scheduling my own time and listening to myself so when I don't set aside that and let other control my time my uh, how what I'm supposed to do etc I get <laughs> really emotional ill illness inside of my body it feels I feel out of myself so having a morning where I decide if I want to go to the gym I decide if I want to send emails or I've decided if I want to go uh, do whatever that is really working for me Mm. and uh, like i said (gasps) drink a lot of water and go exercise it doesn't matter 30 minutes if you love walking with a friend swimming whatever get that body flowing and your energy centers opened
0: so that's what happens when we exercise also
1: we release a lot of tension uh, in our body um and I think also stretching and yoga is super good for like in like uh, Qigong, uh, where you release the energy centers and let blockages flowing. You can do that emotionally in meditation or with therapy. Uh, but I think physical exercise is like you live in a body. <laughs> Take care of
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how about your meditation practice? Is that something you want to share a bit about? Like, how do you actually meditate? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I have been meditating for four years now Uh, on and off in the beginning, but now it's become a daily practice in the morning and in the evening. Uh, I think my favorite time to meditate is after I've been working out because I'm so exhausted that it's so easy to just find concentration Uh, Mm. and uh, endorphins kicking in. I'm just super rooted and grounded in myself. I, switch between mindfulness meditation focusing on my breath and my awareness and coming back to myself and also uh, spiritual meditation where I connect to the universe where I connect to whatever whatever's out there and uh, want to talk that day so I divide it in what I need and what I feel that day it's very day by day from every practice that I do Like if I want to go clubbing one day, is that a soul practice making me feel happy? (laughs) Do I want to meditate? Do I want to, I take it day by day.
2: Yeah, I think that's a perfect example of like having that masculine structure and then flowing, (laughs) flowing in between, uh, feeling into what feels right.
1: What are your best meditation tips? Or How do you do your practice, both of you?
2: Mm, Right now, I'm super into Joe Dispenza. I don't know if you've uh, read his books, but I really love one of his meditations um, called Turning Into Possibilities, which is quite long. It's 45 minutes in the morning, Um, but it really makes you focus so much on the feeling that you want to have in your life. And basically, you're not supposed to walk out of that meditation before you're in a heightened state of love and gratitude, and you visualize what you want to experience. And what I've noticed for me is that it's almost it's like I I have these moments of where my heart just explodes almost. It's like it bursts (laughs) with love, and it's so strange. You know, before maybe 10 years ago, it would be opposite, it would be like panic attack. But now it's like heart. (laughs) And I can feel it sometimes before I go to sleep. It's like just a lot of pressure in my chest. And it's just like this love energy, basically. Um, But I also go through a lot of emotions here now that... I mean, I'm in a new country. It's like new things coming up. I'm surfing a lot, which is challenging for the ego. And, you know, socially, it's like it's super social place, but also a projector. I need alone time, but that brings sometimes up some fear like, oh, but if I'm not social, then I'm alone. What do I feel lonely? You know, there's a mm-hmm. lot of things coming up. So having having that meditation, always being able to come back to it, especially when I feel very like low self-worth, um, having something that reminds me to, Imagine the feeling that I want in the future. That has been super important. Um, yeah, I hope that makes sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm super tricked. I want you to send this meditation to me.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah. I will. You're going to love it. Yeah, we
0: will link to it in the show notes. I feel like we've talked about it before because basically it's one of me and Annette's tricks that we have used to create our dream lives, I would say. Mm. And uh, it's fascinating because we've talked about it so many times, Annette. But I think right now we are both living exactly how we have envisioned in that Joe Dispenza meditation, mm. which we, we didn't do it that many times either, but it's so powerful. And, um, uh, yeah. it's cool because he explains, um, for those who really want the science behind, like you're really interested in Frederick, like science and research behind things, uh, behind uh, meditation, behind manifestation, behind creating your own reality. He super, he's like, wow. And next level depth, I would say, into that and explains how meditation puts changes uh, the frequency of your brainwaves and then alters the vibrations of your emotions so that you can um, meet other emotions and experiences in life that are on that heightened state. So you basically just prime yourself to live your best life through closing your eyes and relaxing for 15 Mm. to 30 to 45 minutes. It's like, yeah, it's so cool. Um, You should be
1: doing that in sessions. (laughs) Yeah. Like therapy sessions.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Such a great tool. So uh, for those who are going to try it, you probably may, might find it a little bit weird in the beginning because it, is very abstract, but that's the whole point because it wants to take you out of the logical brain. It wants to like blow your mind a little bit so that you can get in a place where logic isn't there. It's just connection and emotion and visualization and creation basically. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that's the cool thing with when you first experience uh, meditation or manifestations working, where you get into the spiritual, sometimes called woo room of it. Yeah. Uh, there's a sound there. Uh, but then again, you experience the feeling and all the evidence that start bursting in your life <laughs> that isn't logic at all. Just, wow, it's amazing.
0: Yeah, it's incredible.
1: Align your energy, you guys. <laughs> Align
2: it. <Yeah. laughs> Yeah, I I think that's like the, um, the biggest takeaway from the last years that we literally can't create it all, even though our brain wants to convince us so much that we're not worthy, that we're lonely, that we're ugly. You know There's so many things the brains want to say basically so that we can be safe and not have any dangers. But I know it makes us feel like shit. And then <laughs> Knowing that we can go inside and sort of train, train ourselves um, to have another, a different experience that is just so empowering, and I believe that you know, Frederick, like you're doing now, helping people in this area, it's just so valuable because in the end, it will. <laughs> I know it's a cliche, but it will make the planet such a more beautiful place to be with mm. more people taking care of themselves. I'm sorry, my dog is uh, growling. <laughs> and more people just sharing, you know, like this this better feeling.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: If everyone can go, like we say, changes starts from within and you will emanate that change and inspire others as well. Uh, not even inspire, but just setting an energetic print along the way
2: yeah yeah it's so much more powerful than we think but we have gotten some questions for you from instagram so (laughs) towards the end i just thought that it would be interesting to tap into some of them and they're quite like versatile um Mm. but i love this question The first one is, what brings you, Frederick, the most joy and meaning in your life? And what are your dreams? (laughs) Hmm.
1: (laughs) Classic question. Uh, What gives me the most? I think that the swift of joy, I can come from so, so much. It can come from I can be biking in the streets and suddenly just feel extremely happy. Like the most perfect, I remember standing in the queue into a store uh, during Corona. It was winter, it was snowing, it was like bad weather and stuff. And then suddenly my mind went quiet and I looked around me and i just felt I'm happy. I'm
0: happy. <laughs> oh, <that's> amazing.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's beautiful, and It gives me joy. Also, I get a lot of energy for helping people in the coaching sessions at first when I was like, okay, I have an hour with this client, my first client. Uh, am I going to be drained <laughs> like when I have dinners, etc.? No, I was totally pumped with energy. <laughs> um, yeah. My wow. dreams and also my relationships with my friends and family. Uh, there's a reason why I've been so many years in Oslo because I have such a lovely community that I, ah, they're beautiful. Hello, <laughs> all you guys. I love you. <laughs> they give me a lot of joy. Um, I guess I'm kind of living my dream now, working for myself, being more uh, self-validating uh, and just living in a flow. Uh, that's the way I want to live for the rest of my life and just expanding and experience a lot of stuff. I don't have any specific dreams like I need that house or I need that boyfriend, etc. I just I'm pretty open. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's beautiful. Um, and there's actually two questions about, since you brought up boyfriend, but there's one asking, you know, how, I don't know if this is something that you will focus on in your coaching, but there is a question about how to attract the right partner. And another question about how to be content by, with not being in a relationship when you've been single for a long time.
1: mm. Yes, a lot of that's a lot of things that comes up in self-validation as well. To attract uh, the right partner, you need to validate and love all of you. (laughs) It sounds very simple, but it's the hardest thing. It's what we are all working on, Uh, and also vibrationally. If you can align yourself with love and acceptance, everything will come to you when it's time. Um, I think if you source too much of your validation in others, in friends, or in uh, relationships you can get pretty happy and live a great life but I think the blissful feeling of being you and being two persons in one relationship it's much more powerful than melting into one or being um, having the need for the validation from the others so just work on yourself and be happy with yourself and everything with a line it's it's that easy
0: mm. and not easy <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's simple but not easy maybe.
1: Mm, And it's also like not if you are struggling with loneliness or like what is the intention of you wanting to get in a relationship or being single? For me, I just don't have a rush to be in a relationship because I need the time for myself. So I'm lucky that way. Uh, But you need to look at why do you think you need to be in a relationship? Because you need something to fill you up? Do you have something empty inside of you? Is it because maybe you're. uh, community everyone here got boyfriends or children etc look at what's the driving force of you feeling lonely i want to be in a relationship and try to work on that same as like with yourself try to find path like i do also see the need and for the human connection because everyone wants that and it's a part of our experience we are flock animals we want to be together but grounding yourself and finding out what's good with you and how you can contribute to your self-worth and the world around you. I think that's the first step in both cases.
2: Mm, I love that. Good reminder for me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and lastly, a, a little bit more into, you know, starting your business. Um It's actually more or less the same question, but it's like, what was your positive and negative experiences starting for yourself? And what was your, yeah, what was your challenges and what went really well? Like, was there any positive like aha moments when you took that jump?
1: I feel like I have aha moments all the time, <laughs> mm-hmm. jumping timelines and looking back. I oh, was I really thinking that or was I afraid of that? <laughs> yeah. I think uh, the best learning for me was to um, integrate a or learn about a growth mindset and uh, entrepreneurial mindset that if I met a challenge, I would accept it and then start to think, how can I try to turn this into something positive, how can I take a learning from this? Okay, this situation sucks. How can I get can I get it to be ten percent better? Uh, and always don't get too uh, sucked into everything that went wrong. And of course, uh, some of the scary the scary stuff with this is that you don't know if it's gonna work. How will your payment be <laughs> last or your bills be paid if it doesn't work, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But then you are using too much energy on the negative vibrations of that aspect. Looking for solutions in every way and also to trust uh, that you are on the right path. And you will also feel this with your intuition. Are you doing this because, for example, you want to be rich? Or do you want to do it because you want to prove something for others. I think with our logical mind and with that driving force, it is possible to create a successful business, but I don't think we will land in that same balance inside ourselves because we will always have something to okay, I need to make more money, I need to now I need to have a bigger name, I need to be on the TV, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. land in yourself and know that you are really doing what you came here to do. This is your inner love speaking. This is your higher self. Is this what I want to contribute to? Is this what feels right for me? No matter if it makes any sense in society, no matter if your friend says, or like you know, my parents says, can you do this? You don't have any education. <laughs> and then my brother said, he doesn't have any education, anything that he does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he's so still just, amazing at it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. But so for me, it's been a lot of trusting my gut feeling and being calm and also asking people, reading, learning a lot. If I can't do this, who can I outsource to help me with economy? Who can, What book can I pick up that can help me to understand this concept and not get stuck with the thoughts of, I can't do that. I don't know anything about it, or I've never been able to do it before. There's... Trillions of people around in the world waiting there for collaborating with you to support you in your dreams and vice versa. Take advantage of it. You're not here to experience everything alone.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I fully yeah, agree yeah. on that one, which is why I absolutely love, for example, us three really supporting each other in our growth and our expansion, and that we can be really honest with each other with what we're struggling on and then we will always get another perspective because we might have experienced the same or we, we can see each other from the outside and it's super valuable, even though we're not doing the exact same things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And
2: just being reminded that, you know, we are limitless. We don't have to put so much limits on ourselves. It's all, we can figure out everything (laughs) basically. And, um, yeah like you said trusting that gut feeling the intuition is so important and that's what's gonna make us like truly happy heart happy uh and i think that's the coolest design of the universe is that when we're (laughs) like happy that's when we attract as well it's like what how did it become so good (laughs) <laughs> and what, i mean it feels good when in that space and when you're on the downward spiral you're like how the hell <laughs> this is so hard but at the same time it's like work on yourself take care of yourself be kind um, invest it time and energy in like your own self-worth and that will actually bring the best results. And I think that's just a whole new paradigm for businesses, for self-development, for everything that we're seeing with our generation, which is and exciting. I, th-
1: I think also allow for flexibility in mm. your self-development journey, in your business, etc. You will not always get the result that you think thought you were going to make, it will take another form, it will be another person, another situation, allow for flexibility. And if it doesn't uh, work that way, just change your course, new strategy all the time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Trust
0: that you are being guided. Yeah.
2: Wow. Oh, so many good, um, what's it called? Points from (laughs) from our talk. Uh, And where... Where can we find Jen? who do you mainly work with? People are curious um, to know more about you, Fredrik?
1: Yeah, <laughs> you can read more about my coaching on SynergyCoaching.com uh, or synergy Coaching at Instagram or SwimmingPoolAd. <laughs> that is my personal account. I work with one of our clients who want to work on their inner perspectives or Perhaps a business or also like everything goes down to the human emotion and how you are putting intuition and now intention and feeling together. Like it doesn't matter if you work in business or with yourself. Um, I also work with uh, businesses or I'm working on a business program with time and energy management. And we're going to be talking a little bit about that in your membership portal as well.
0: Yeah. Okay. So it's synergy with S. N R G Y, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. Just link link everything. Yeah. Below. And swipe alt- up
1: you guys.
0: <laughs> swipe. wish you can swipe on the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, as Frederick just said, in one in a little bit over one week, uh, the 25th, right? Mm. We are going to have a chat or a class or like a masterclass, can you call it that, from Frederick in our membership portal. So if you want to join that and get further into this work and like go a little bit in depth, uh, we warmly invite all of you to join that. We'll also link to that below to become a member. And um, I'm so excited for that. I'm so ready for these tips and these um, practical things, because knowing you, Frederick, and seeing like how you shine and how you beam out such amazing love energy and how you take care of your friends and family and how you do your work and you take care of yourself, it's fascinating and it's inspiring. And uh, we all want a little bit of that, I think.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Let's co-create.
0: Let's co-create. And thank you so much for joining our podcast what an honor um, anyone who's curious to to be coached by Frederick, also check out his um, his company Synergy and um, slide into his DM I think if you want to chat <laughs> <laughs> I'm just suggesting <laughs> Yeah,
1: that's how it works
0: basically <laughs> amazing well, thank you so well, much thank you. both of you
1: Thank you for having me. And I wish you a beautiful day. Mm. Make it a beautiful day.
0: Yes. Always. (laughs) Okay.